Brothers and sisters, in our gospel today, we hear Jesus say to his disciples, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. For us who live in a world dominated by unrest and anxiety, these are very comforting words. But they're not merely words of comfort. They're words that undergird the life of Christian discipleship. One of the hallmarks of being a disciple of Jesus is the sense of peace that we experience. It's a peace unlike any other. I once had a parishioner in New York ask me why Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, as it sounded redundant to him, adding that second clause. But the words of the Lord are never redundant. Rather, they're replete with meaning. Jesus is emphasizing that his peace, the peace that he gives to us, is not the same as the peace of the world. His peace is not merely an absence of war or hostility. Rather, it's a peace that goes much deeper. His is a peace that comes from being in a properly ordered relationship with God. For anyone who has heard any of my homilies over the past few years, whether in churches or online, you may have caught on to the fact that I'm constantly preaching about the need to form a personal relationship with God. After all, the good news that we Catholics proclaim to the world is that God is not some distant deity who's unconcerned with our lives, but rather that he's a God who's very much invested in our lives and our well-being. He's a God who has a genuine concern for us. He's a God who loves us. That is to say, he wants what is truly good for us, even if we often don't want it for ourselves. In short, God wants to enter a deep and loving relationship with each one of us. One of the ways that God makes this relationship possible is by giving us his commands. He gives us his commands not to oppress us or to hold us back, but so that we can know how to become more like him. After all, we can't truly love him if we don't know him. Furthermore, his commands are a sign of his love for us as they allow us to become more like him to live more perfectly his image and likeness. You know, one of the mistakes that I often hear people make is that they view God's commands as something that are oppressive, as a series of arbitrary rules given to us by a controlling God. But when we properly understand that God is love and that he always wants what is good for us, then we can properly understand that God gives us his commands not because he's some temperamental deity who needs to be appeased, but rather because they're good for us. For when we follow his commands, we become more godlike, and our relationship with God is strengthened. And I think it's good for us to reflect upon this during this time of mercy, this year of mercy, After all, it's out of God's mercy that he reaches out to us human beings and offers us this opportunity to enter into a personal relationship with him. 
You know, for me, this is something that I've been reflecting upon for a while. And not only in terms of the year of mercy, but also in terms of today as well. Today is my 40th birthday, and for the first time in my life, I'm beginning to realize that my youth has in fact slipped away, and this has led me to some reflection on my own life and my seven years as a priest. Much of this has led me to a greater appreciation of my relationship with God and my need for his mercy. Earlier this week, I was sharing with some of my seminarians who I teach at St. Mary's in Roland Park, and I offered some of my personal and ministerial failures to them as a way of entering into a conversation. And I informed them that the fact that I have had nearly half of the people who I brought into RCIA in the past three years when I ran the program at a parish in New York leave the church already is a sign of failure. They don't attend Mass on a regular basis. And then I shared with them some of the stories that I've heard about some of my former grade school students and some of the activities that they've gotten involved in, but also the way in which that many of them have stopped coming to Mass and instead go off to do sports or dance or other secular activities. And I shared with them the stories of, of others who have engaged in some immoral sexual behaviors and even one who's publicly professed that he no longer believes in God. And it dawned upon me that by all accounts, anyone in ministry with this level of failure should be frustrated, if not despairing. And yet I find myself filled not with despair, but rather with an overwhelming sense of peace. In fact, a little over a month ago, I was having lunch with my parents who are sitting here in the congregation today. Uh, they came out to celebrate with me. And my dad asked me a question as we were at brunch. And he said, are you happy with your decision to become a priest? And I told him that I certainly was, was happy that I'd become a priest. And that, that certainly is, is true. Um, since then, though, I've realized that the reason that I was happy had nothing to do with my skill or acumen in ministry. And it certainly had any, nothing to do with my success in ministry, as I've just read you that litany of failures that I've gone through. The reason that I experience joy and peace in my life as a priest is because of Jesus Christ, who is the Prince of Peace. Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, has given me his peace. He gave it to me, not because I was perfect. In fact, I'm sure the three family members I have here will very much attest to that fact. Rather, he gave me his peace out of his mercy, out of his love. And I'm not unique in this regard. The peace that he has given to me, he gives to everyone as well. But sadly, not everyone accepts that peace. That is to say, rather than accepting the peace that Christ offers, many people turn to the world to seek and to try to find peace there. And I say that this is sad because the world is never going to be able to tr provide true peace. And therefore, everyone who seeks to find peace in the world will always fail in that quest. That is to say, we won't find peace 
in financial security. We won't find it in honor or accolades. We won't find it even in purely human relationships. After all, these are all from the world. And we're not made for this world. Rather, as the great Augustine points out, we were made for God. And we will be restless, the saint says, until we rest in God. That is to say, we will not have peace until we find that peace in God. Friends, if you truly want to experience the joyous peace that's offered by God, don't turn to the world. If I had turned to the world, I would have become depressed and left the priesthood on multiple occasions. Instead, let your peace come from Christ. Get to know him. You know, I'm fortunate to have a family that helped me get to know Christ. They've taught me scripture and tradition, but they've also showed me how to live in relationship with Christ. I encourage you, find people in your life who will do the same for you. Find people who will help you know him. And if you do have such a relationship with Christ, please, please share that relationship with others. You know, I wouldn't be here today had people in my life, such as my family, not shared Christ with me. All of us need to do the same. There are so many people in the world who desperately need Christ's peace. Mediate that peace to them. Teach them to focus not on worldly outcomes, but on forming an authentic and loving relationship with Christ who reaches out to them in his mercy and offers them his peace. And finally, let us all during this year of mercy be instruments of mercy. Just as Christ responds to us, sinners though we are, with peace and mercy, let us reach out to one another, especially those who have sinned against us, and offer them that same peace. In a few moments, we'll offer each other the sign of peace. Let this not be an empty gesture. Instead, truly receive the peace of Christ offered by another. And then share that peace with one another. Allow it to bring healing to relationships so that all of us can be united to Christ and to each other. So that all of us may experience the joy of his peace. Brothers and sisters, may the peace of Christ be with you and with all who you encounter.